0: The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Mythology Explained YouTube channel. Please note that there are two narrators for this podcast- myself, Silas, and Zach. Please enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Mythology Explained. In today's video we're going to be discussing the beings that preceded the gods themselves. When one thinks of Greek mythology, what often first comes to mind are images of the gods mighty deities like Zeus, Hera, Poseidon, and the many others who comprise the Greek pantheon. What's interesting, though, is that these gods did not always exist in the Greek mythos, nor were they the first deities to come into being. In fact, the gods of Olympus are the third generation of deities in the Greek cosmogony. According to Hesiod, an ancient Greek poet responsible for many seminal works still used today by historians, The primordial deities were the first generation of deities to exist. Chaos was the first primordial deity to exist. Following chaos were Gaia, Tartarus, Eros, Nyx, and Erebus. There seems to be consensus with respect to Nyx and Erebus being the progeny of chaos, but when it comes to Gaia, Tartarus, and Eros, there are varying accounts. Some sources dictate that chaos was the first to emerge but is more of a sibling rather than a parent. Other sources state that Gaia, Tartarus, and Eros were spawned from chaos, just as Nyx and Erebus were. Unlike the pantheon of gods that would rule the universe a couple of generations later, all of the primordial deities have a duality that is unique to them, simultaneously being both deities and the fundamental constructs of the universe. The gods that come later merely occupy the universe. The primordial deities are manifestations of the constituent elements that coalesce into the universe itself. Gaia, the second primordial deity, is the personification of earth and the wellspring from which all life flows. Gaia is mother earth. All life in the universe springs forth from her fertile womb. Gaia, by herself, conceives many other primordial deities. These are Uranus, the enveloping sky, Uria, the mountains, and Pontus, the sea. Uranus became Gaia's consort, and the offspring of their union with the original twelve titans- Oceanus, Tethys, Hyperion, Theia, Coius, Phoebe, Cronus, Rhea, Themis, Mnemosyne, Cyrus, and Lepetus. Later, after Zeus had overthrown the titans, imprisoning many of them within Tartarus, Gaia became enraged at once again having her children trapped inside her. In an act of retribution, she copulated with Tartarus, and from that, Gaia conceived Typhon, a monster of immense power. Typhon challenged Zeus's supremacy, but he was ultimately cast down by the unrelenting onslaught of Zeus's lightning bolts. Tartarus, the third primordial deity, was the deepest place in the world. It was said that the earth was equidistant between the heavens and the depths of Tartarus. Hestiod proclaimed that it would take a bronze anvil nine days to plummet to earth if dropped from the heavens, and that it would take nine days again for the same anvil to plunge down from earth's surface to the depths of Tartarus. Tartarus was, essentially, the lowest, most infernal part of the underworld. Its relevance to Greek myth is mostly reserved to being the mother of all prisons. Kronos used it to imprison the first couple batches of his brood- the one-eyed cyclops and the Hecatoncheires, and later, Zeus used it to imprison the Titans. Beyond being an inescapable plane used to banish some of the most powerful beings in Greek mythology, Tartarus also sired the monster Typhon- an immensely powerful, serpentine giant who challenged Zeus himself. The fourth primordial being to come into existence was Eros- the ancient Greek god of love and sex. Later, Eros would be adopted in Roman mythology and rebranded as Cupid, the god of desire and an immortal symbol that has endured countless centuries, maintaining still a position of prominence in today's pop culture as being synonymous with and representative of love and romance. Eros's origin story changes over time. Early accounts have Eros as a primordial deity, but later he is said to be one of the Erotes. A group of winged love gods born of the union between Aphrodite and Ares. Both Erebus and Nyx, the fifth and sixth primordial deities, were unequivocally spawned from chaos. Erebus is the personification of darkness, and Nyx is the personification of night. Together, they produce two children who are antithetical to the nature of their parents. These two children are Aether, the personification of brightness, and Hemera. The personification of day. Nyx, through parthenogenesis, a term derived from the ancient Greek for virgin birth, goes on to independently birth many, many other primordial deities, who personify several concepts that contribute to defining the human condition. They are Moros, Doom and Destiny, the Keres, Death and Destruction, Thanatos, Death, Hypnos, Sleep, The Honorary Dreams, Momus, Blame, Oises, pain and distress, the Morai, fates, Nemesis, indignation and retribution, Apathy, deceit, Philotes, friendship, Geras, old age, Eris, strife, and finally, the ferryman of Hades, Charon. In addition to independently producing more than half of the primordial deities, Nyx was incredibly beautiful and amazingly powerful, so much so that even Zeus himself feared her. And that concludes today's video on the primordial deities, the forerunners to the gods. If you enjoyed the content please be sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel. As always, leave your video suggestions down below. Until next time, remember, in the beginning there was chaos.